0: howdy y'all a little show note here wayne stock this weekend february 2nd 3rd and 4th relics variety theater it's five dollars cash at the door so leave those credit cards at home cash money at the door wayne stock see you there all right showtime
1: we're doing the pop cast.
2: Video type you just do that whenever the other whenever
0: sam can do it
2: yeah
0: how's that mic work for you rusty i can move it over we had to bring in two uh check check Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
2: i think we're good man are we, are we good
0: i think mm, so here i'm better
2: yeah i mean it's kind of loud li- is it i feel like it's hot it might just be your headphones, uh, okay what's up?
3: That up oh i can pull it up whatever oh we'll make it work yeah, I'm good.
2: You good? Well, I mean. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's a relative term. It
3: feels weird. I mean, we're, we're talking through the headphones, and it yeah, it feels like we're in a closet somewhere.
2: <laughs> what, you got, what are you drinking on there, buddy? This is just Dr. Pepper. Are you sure about uh, that? Yeah. I'm positive. Okay. Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper.
0: Rusty, did you bring these fellas here to settle some kind of score or yeah. something?
2: Yeah. That's, uh, they're, we'll all be shirtless in. Well, what, twenty thirty minutes, I would say. I thought Not they
0: were exactly. the same person for a long time <laughs> until I saw them in the same room together.
1: <laughs> I don't know whether to be offended or complimented. A little
2: of both, for sure. But yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, we'll yeah, we'll probably we'll keep the shirts on at least for a few minutes. Oh, Thanks, Wayne. What in the world? I had a hair in my mouth. Whose hair time. is that? Who knows, man? He's got a short
3: and curly, sideshow bob over <laughs> here. <laughs>
2: yeah yeah me and Steve were hanging out outside earlier, so yeah
0: <laughs> but you didn't get it from
2: Steve well how's
0: everybody doing have uh i've I've seen you know all three of you separately mm. and uh we hadn't all been together ever.
2: I know it's cool huh
3: so it's second the
0: second bell. Yeah, I think yeah, That was the last time I saw you, Wayne. Steve, I saw you last time you were yeah, here. Yeah, last
1: time
2: I was here as a guest, yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. Rusty, you've been over here since then, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hey. I feel like I'm always over here, so. He's, kinda, <laughs> he's got a tin in your backyard, doesn't he? I know, yeah. I have stayed in that camper, so. <laughs> he's been homeless for a while so. did
0: you stay in the camper at second bell
2: i well i spent some time in
0: there you did yeah okay yeah. I spent some time in there's there. a sticker on it that says dirty stage towels or like a piece of paper and I, with an arrow down i guess there was like a trash can next to it
2: oh yeah yeah
0: so i, I just left
2: it yeah just leave that's where the dirty stage towels will go yeah. <laughs> in the future and so you know it's man, thank you. Yeah, you were you were such a help at Second Bell, man. It was we couldn't have done it without you. It was such a such a fun experience all the way around.
0: I filled the uh the South of Scruffy coffers up there too with the uh, mm-hmm. episodes. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. I had they were short, but I got to talk to a lot of artists who were playing and mm-hmm. other people who just happened to be passing through. So well, yeah. thanks for putting this together.
2: Yeah, man. It's uh I just you know, it's I'm so pumped that Wayne Stock is back because honestly, Second Bell doesn't happen without Wayne Stock. Um it's, it was kind of my first um for into festival stuff so I'm glad that these guys let me join them in uh, I guess it was year 2 yep yep and uh so I'm just really glad it's it's back it to me it's the reason why I put shows together it's because of Wayne Stock it's mm. it's the way it makes me feel and the way it makes everybody else feel and so I think it's just um I think it's one of the most important things in our community for sure
0: how how uh, old is Wayne Stock now
2: Wayne Stock started in
1: January of 2011, and we had it every year up through 2020. We had uh, that it's always the last weekend of January, first week of February, um, kind of depending on where it falls. But uh, we had it in 2020, and then a couple of weeks after that, COVID shut everything down, so mm-hmm. we didn't do it in 2021 or 2022 because you know uh, it was still going on, the Omicron variant, all that good stuff. So it's uh, it's time to resurrect it.
0: So remind me of uh, whose idea Wayne Stock was and uh, how it got put together for the first time. <sighs>
1: Let me take this one, fellas. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, it started out as an idea that, um, well, it started from a conversation that Tim and Susan Lee and myself had at the memorial service for Andrew Bledsoe, Wayne's oldest son. Um, he died unexpectedly in 2010, um, and I had been talking to Will Wright uh, of Sinru and Little Iffy, and you know, so many other different projects around here as well, and we all just felt so. Overwhelmed with grief for our friend, and we wanted to do something. We were just like, "What can we do?" And so Tim and Susan and I started talking that night at the Bijou Theater, and said, "Let's let's have a festival, man. Let's do let's let's you know invite some people to play and just have a celebration of life for Andrew, and let's let's do something to lift up our friend's spirits."
0: Where was the first one?
1: Uh, the First one and every one since has been at Relics Variety Theater, uh, Relics in Brookside. I think is the official name. It's down there in Happy Holler, right up from uh, Raven Records and Rarities, right next to Central Flat Taps. Yeah. So Wayne, uh, the the
0: when you were standing in that room when it came, all came together for the first time, uh, was w- were their intentions felt? Did you did you feel? Yeah, uh, totally. It was. Uh,
3: you know, it's one of those things. Uh, Will Wright and I went to lunch, and he told me about it. And I mean, I didn't really know what to think on the first one because it was like I mean you know you're you're in the midst of something like that, and you're you're just basically at leveled you know the totally leveled yeah I mean you're you're as as down to zero as you can possibly be and uh, I, I just sort of said, okay, <laughs> and then uh, you know when we showed up and you saw I mean I saw so many friends there and saw what you know my friends had created. It was, uh, you know, it's hard to express what it felt like because it was just kind of overwhelming and it was really sweet. And, uh, you know, you just felt you felt the care and you felt the love because, uh, you know, like I said, you're you're just as low as you can possibly be. And then you feel these people who were trying to support you and, you know, and bring you back. And, uh, you know, the whole weekend long, it was it's a great memory. You know, it's a great memory and the worst time, one of the worst times of my life and my family's life.
0: Mm. Who were the artists that, uh, that or, or who promoted it, or who put the whole thing together? Um.
1: It was that first year, it was Tim and Susan and and I, and Will Wright, um, Mick Harrison and Jason Knight, and we, uh, we just had a lot of help from the, especially the folks at Relics, we can't say enough about Daniel, uh, uh, the owner of Relics, he's been... From day one, I mean, at the time, he was just getting that venue off the ground. So he thought, well, yeah, this will be a little, uh, you know, a nice little promotion for, for my place. Right. So he let us use Relics. But even as he's gotten more successful and as it has grown as an event space, anytime we've come back, he's like, yeah, come on. You know, it's, it, 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 so we can't say enough about Daniel and Relics. Uh, you know, for all of your event needs, check out Relics. <laughs> yeah. It is a cool
0: room. It is. Uh, Very cool. I've been yeah. there for, for, you know, film festival screenings. I've been there for... Birthday parties, yeah. uh concerts. I mean it's a great it's it's a beautiful big black box. You do yeah, whatever you want to with true. it. Well, it's, been,
1: it's the home of
3: Wayne Stock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw um Ben Savage and his wife Jill got married there. Oh, and a it was wedding. one of the nicest weddings I've ever been to. It was real and it was it was perfect, you know. It's like they came from the green room, or you know, everybody came down the steps, and the everybody loft. got
1: introduced.
3: Yeah, and perfect. it was
1: really sweet and fun. Yeah, I think uh, Benny Smith had his reception yep. there as well. Oh, yeah, really? We were yeah, there. It was a big we party. Yeah,
2: yeah. We 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 got some
1: interesting photos in the uh, makeshift <laughs> photo booth. You sure
2: did. Yeah, and then Kent Oglesby from uh, you know Born and Raised, he just got married there as well. So, oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it's yeah. and Daniel's always been so great. He pretty much yeah. even through COVID, he was you know it's. It, he never books anything during Wayne stock just in case we want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, You got and the placeholder and that's so cool of him. Right. I mean, he was just, you know, when I talked to him about it this year, he was like, Oh man, that's great. You know, th- I'm so glad y'all bringing that back. It's, you know, it, he doesn't charge us for it and he easily could. So
0: is, uh, so was 2021, uh, when that when it didn't happen that year is that the right was that what started a, a little hiatus current? right right so this is the first one back since this 2020. is the
2: first one back yeah i mean we were goodness in retrospect you know it's kind of crazy um that we were able to pull it off in 2020 it was just right before everything kind of ceased you know before the big queue so it was mm-hmm. it's we were lucky to be able to get it in that year for sure but um The reception that we've gotten for, you know, already just people knowing that it's coming and then now, you know, we're a week of and (laughs) I'm not sure when this is coming out, but it's it might be, you know. It, it, it might be tonight. It might be starting tonight. <laughs> sure. You know yeah. I mean? Why so, not? Oh, goodness. I can't wait. I'm so hyped.
0: What's the lineup look like? Who's on the Who's on the bill? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, we're going to have to pull them all up.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> and so go ahead, Steve. I think I know where you're going to go with this. Oh,
1: I was just going to say, you know, uh, it all starts with Thursday night. And Thursday is uh, a special night. Um, Wayne has kind of led the way in curating it in terms of uh, asking people to play because in the summer of 2020 uh, – Wayne lost his other son, Rylan, unexpectedly. And because of COVID, there was no ability to gather, you know, that we couldn't get together and have, you know, that it was, in, I think in June of 2020, is that right, Wayne? It was July. July. So yeah, it was right in the middle of summer when everything was shut down. Nobody knew what this virus was doing. Nobody knew, you know, you know just how bad it was going to get or you know its, its effects on people. So there's so much caution at the time. And, you know, we wanted to jump in and do something. Man. And Wayne said, well, let's just wait, let's just wait and do something. And so we kept waiting and kept waiting, and we were never able to get together and provide Wayne and his family with some sense of closure. So Thursday night's going to be for Ryland, and uh, it's mm-hmm. going to be a special night. I'll let Wayne tell you who else is going to be a part of it.
3: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we're going to start off with stars regardless. Micah Jenis, who's a family friend and was close to Ryland. And then Keith Brown from UT, he's head of yeah. uh, the jazz department at UT. Yeah. And uh, he was one of Ryland's drum teachers, mm. and the, Ryland loved him to death. And uh, he's going to bring a group. I'm not sure exactly who's going to be in it yet, but it's going to be great. Because, you know it's going to be great. Yeah, because Keith is, is sure. leading it. And then at 9 p.m., it's Ben Savage from Whitechapel and Chris Newman from Strangler. Mm-hmm. And Ben Savage, uh, my oldest son Andrew, and he started a band called Psychotic Behavior, which <laughs> Ben and then uh, Phil Bozeman went on to form Whitechapel. And so – Ben's going to be playing acoustic guitar, and Chris Newman, who was the guitarist in Yak Strangler, which was the other band that uh, my son Ryland was in, they're going to do a, He's going to play acoustic guitar. They're going to play all music of uh, Andrew and Ryland's, and it's it's going to be great. You're never going to see these two great guitarists playing guitar probably together in any any other place. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. And
3: then after that, it's uh, Kenneth Brown and friends. I'm not sure all Kenneth is bringing. Kenneth is Donald Brown's son. He's an incredible wow. drummer and yeah. band leader. And, uh, of course, Donald's a really good friend. I know Kenneth and Rylan would have loved Kenneth being there playing drums. And then the Crumb Snatchers, which Rylan played drums in when uh, they were kind of at their their early peak. And they're going to close out the show that night.
1: It's going to be great. And that's just Thursday night. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's just Thursday. I mean, Friday. It opens up with uh, uh, Leslie uh, Abney. um, uh, Or Leslie Walker is what she's going by now. You might have remembered her Uh, back, gosh, almost two decades ago, Leslie Woods and Dark Mountain Orchid Mm. was her band. Um, The Luxury of Sin was the album I think she put out in 2003, and Dixie Dirt, uh, an old Knoxville band that everybody loved, uh, was actually her backing band on that record. She's been back in the studio. She's making new music. So Leslie Walker and Dark Mountain Orchid are making a triumphant return to the stage to open up Friday night, followed by Sam Quinn and the Cartwright Brothers. Sam is... Everybody knows Sam and loves Dude, Sam. I heard
0: that outfit is not to be missed. I heard you have to see that. Yeah, it's great. I've not
1: seen it yet, so I'm super excited because I've loved everything Sam's done from his solo stuff to the Everybody Feels to the Lilies to you know his work with uh, uh, you know so many other different projects around here. And then Nine is deemed the artist. Oh yeah, and that star is shining bright right now. They, yeah. I, I, we've been telling people. You're not going to be able to see them for five bucks anytime in the near future. Mm. I mean, they're just on a, a rocket ship right now. So the fact that they've agreed to to play Wayne Stock, we're, we're very grateful. And I is a, is is a good friend of all of ours, and yeah. we've been following their career for a long time. So, and then at ten is Rectangle Shades. Mm. John Davis from Super Drag is in that. Uh, yes. Andrew Bryant, who has played drums for. Good Lord, everybody! Yes. Evil, twin. everybody. Yes. evil twin. Everybody, evil twin. What is the name of his
2: uh, project? Oh goodness! There's which one you know? Yeah, really. Yeah,
1: he was Wampus Cat. Wampus Cat, yeah, Yeah, Wampus Cat. Uh, Just, I mean, the guy's just an incredible drummer. Uh, He's, uh, I know he's also going to be playing uh, drums for Leslie as well. So that's great. He's pulling double duty that night. And then at 11 p.m. is Mercy Lights, uh, Sarah Washington's project, which is unbelievable. They're a five-piece now, I believe, and that's going to be some killer rock and roll. And then we end the night because the whole weekend is a fundraiser for jc hahn who a lot of people know from around here who he runs his own heating and air company called acjc uh, i've and, heard
0: I've, I've heard of <clears throat> acjc yeah. right
1: long time local musician as well and in fact one of the bands that uh, he was such an integral part of is reuniting to close out friday night and that's left foot down and the last time those cats played was in 2016 at the bijou theater so mm. they have not played a show in a while it's going to be a lot of fun a lot of people excited
2: about that one and Russ, why don't you tell them about saturday yeah absolutely and then um three days guys yeah dude yes, three oh days Let's do it man why yeah. not you know so and also i want to add uh mike armstrong plays in rectangle shades as well so anybody uh that's ever been to lost and found records he and maria you know have done such a good job of having Uh, providing such a cool local record shop all these years. So you'll get to see Mike actually perform. So that'll be really cool, too. Um, Okay, so Saturday, we've got Lucy Abernathy. And, um, you know, she is as good as it gets for a rising uh, indie star in this town. And I think uh, I heard some of her um, on Wayne's uh, Six O'clock Swerve not long ago. I heard her and uh, what was it the Abernasty experience or something? (laughs) It was great. But so she she played one of her songs and it was just like oh it's a blood drinker man. I was ready to go. (laughs) I mean I love a a blood drinker just just like a a really good indie rock that's like it just has so much energy and you just can't you just want to drink blood. (laughs) So yeah, that's, I don't know about that. Steve. Don't go to Rusty's house. <laughs> yeah. I'm just telling you. I mean, it's
1: not going to be pretty. I've heard some good music, dude, but I don't know about heard, heard music. Makes me wanna, you that's know, how suck good the average is. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, continue. Yeah, just sir. wait till
2: Saturday at six <laughs> o'clock, Wayne or Steve. Um, but yeah, so um, but anyways, that's going to be great. So it's it's kind of her first, one of her first performances as a solo artist. I suppose she was obviously a part of the Pinklets in the past, and so that'll be great. Um, after that, we've got Horserer. Which uh, goodness gracious! It's we always Tim and Susan always did such a good job in the past of bringing in um, uh, a lot of diversity, friend, like bands from the Pilot Light and stuff that we might not necessarily be as familiar with, and then we would see them and be like, "Oh my goodness, they've done it again!" You know, we love this band. So Horser is um, they're just going to be. Gosh, it's going to be so much fun. It's it's kind of a – how would you all describe horse or oh, –
0: it,
3: It's all over the map. It man. really it's, is. Yeah, so it's, it's it's kind of dark, atmospheric and
1: – Indie, uh, punk. And you. still fun. Yeah. Yes, mm. very
2: accessible. <laughs> um, and then uh, we've got Tim and Susan coming home uh, to play. Uh, so Bark will be at 8 o'clock. Uh, we just felt like it's – you know, you can't do Wayne Stock without Tim and Susan here. So um, – even though they've moved to Mississippi, they're coming back, and, and just I can't wait to hug their necks. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, after that, we've got Connor Kelly in the time warp. So we've kind of got between Lucy and Connor, we've kind of got the next generation represented on this Saturday. Mm. So Connor Kelly's doing uh, some really cool things. If, you, uh, if you're out there listening, well, I, you're obviously listening if you're listening. So <laughs> if you're hearing this, check out Distant Forest. There's a cool video uh, that Lark Stevens made for it and check that song out. It's just really good indie rock. It's one of my favorite tunes that, that has, uh, been released, uh, locally in probably a few years. So, um uh, just really good indie rock there. Then we've got Neo wizard after that. And, um, goodness gracious you know what it's you... a russ harper project yeah. so that's all that needs to be said what's it called again <laughs> neo-wizard yeah neo-wizard mm.
3: yeah, it's sort of more metal than more than, than russ's other stuff yeah, yeah. It, is and that it... what's
2: closing out the whole show well, match we got yeah we've got one but more. wait there's, more. Wait, but wait, wait, there's, there's more. more there's more and then we've got a finale that is being put together by kelsey walker and uh she's gonna have a billion guests on it and um it's it's not gonna be something that you're going to want to miss um we always keep the finales kind of secret mm. and so uh but it will it will pay homage to an artist that has uh passed away recently um and it's going to be absolutely bananas i can't wait um speaking of next generation i that's
0: kind of what i think of when i think of kelsey absolutely is she's She's
2: pushing, man. She is, and she's she's doing such a good job of on the promotion side of it, yeah. and she's got a really good business mind for all this stuff. Um, she just got a new job, I think, with the um, with the Knoxville Entrepreneurial Center in some way. Awesome, uh, I'm pretty sure. So she's she's yeah keep she's not going anywhere. Like keeping an keeping ear out for her for sure because right. she's she's doing wonderful stuff in this community, and she's just getting started. So, do you have have you ever told the how you met? Um, Russ Harper, have you, did you <laughs> you tell him last <laughs> time? I and probably so, have. I've yeah. told everybody I've met Russ. <laughs> well, let's hear it.
0: <laughs> How'd you
3: meet Russ, Wayne? How'd you meet Russ Harper? <laughs> my uh, my late wife and I were working at the time at McDonald's. and
2: uh, Wayne can do it all.
3: This was, what, 56, 57? Yeah, yeah someplace like that. It was about <laughs> I believe. <laughs> and uh, it was it was funny because she, my wife wasn't working that night, the first night that Russ worked, and I was. And Russ, at the time, had a crew cut. He was in the Marine Reserves, mm-hmm. and I just saw him. You know, he was on—he was working the grill, and I was working the counter. And I went home and I said, ah, "This new guy started today. He looks real conservative. I don't know if we're going to like him or not." <laughs> and, and then the next night, he and I washed dishes together, and I was just thinking, "I'm going to be friends with this guy for the rest of my life."
2: <laughs> and sure enough,
3: yeah, sure I mean, enough. we've been—you know—we've been. You know, we've been friends from then on but it was just so funny because it's like never trust your first impressions of somebody exactly he was the opposite of what i thought he really was. yeah oh
1: gosh yeah and i think that's the beautiful thing about waynstock too is that you know, you've got some of these uh older bands and veteran musicians from the scene uh, you know for example neo wizard was a band that russ formed after Evil Twin broke up The first time our no, not Evil twin. Teenage uh, Love Teenage Love no. broke up The yeah. first time yeah And so he formed yeah. Neo-Wizard So Neo-Wizard was around In the 90s You know Left Foot Down Was around in the, the Late 90s The early aughts Yeah and, yeah I mean those cats were, Have been around forever So you know Sarah Washington's been Playing in projects Around here for a long time So you know there's We've got the veterans But then we've got Folks like Lucy And Kelsey yeah. And yeah. Adeem And Con yeah. Kelly And you know That are So it's just a I, I think it's a great cross section of of new and old of, of veteran and uh, up and comer that I think is what Wayne Sock has always been about, yeah, and
3: the thing I think the, the the thing I tell people is like this is such a good place to sample how great Knoxville music is mm. for five dollars you're gonna see you know six acts right that you know you're paying less than a dollar a piece to go see, and they're all great, and you know every time that I've told somebody to come. And they show up, they find somebody that's like w- becomes one of their favorite acts.
2: Right. It's true. Every year I can, I could probably name every year the, the the discovery that I made, you know, and I'm part of the, I'm part of the thing and I'm discovering music. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's been, it's always been great to, uh, goodness, just to, there's so many different kinds of music represented each year. And this year's the same.
0: So $5 at the door every night. Right. $5 mm-hmm. every night till, till they're gone.
2: Yeah. And it's, I mean, we've gotten to definitely one in, one out capacity style in the past um and i would i would imagine it's going to be very well tended again
3: yeah and the raffle is five dollars per ticket too everything is pretty
1: much five bucks yeah i like that i like that business model
2: yep it's easy
1: the raffle we can't say enough about everything what is that oh my gosh we you get a five dollar raffle ticket but you get an opportunity and we, we give away prizes throughout the weekend we have uh, a signed guitar from who, Wayne? Uh, it's Matt Jones with South Coast Luthierry. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And this is
3: the second year he's uh, given a guitar to Wayne Stock. Yeah. So we've got wow. a uh,
1: uh, we've got a signed guitar, uh, a Waynecaster, as we like to call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we've got this we've, looks like a Jaguar. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got uh, uh, day passes to Big Ears. We've got passes to Southern Skies. Uh, we've got passes. Uh, season passes to the Shed uh, concert series out in Maryland. Wow, you know we've got, you know, concert tickets to uh, Ben Folds, to Buddy Guy. Yeah. You know we've got you know stuff from WTK, from WDVX. Jack uh, Styles and Jay Nations with Raven have been putting together all manner of gift certificates and you know giveaways, and it's just you know it's a uh, it is a lot of stuff we're going to be giving away over the weekend
2: as well. It's cool, it's, it's stuff that's really worth winning. You know, no doubt. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, I wasn't expecting the, I wasn't expecting all of that. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of those would be a great prize. Sure. And, and that <laughs> just, just goes to show
2: you, I know that just goes to show you how like people get it, you know, all you have to do is go to Wayne stock once and you get it. Mm-hmm. And so these companies and these businesses are so kind to all of us because they know what, what Wayne stock is and what it's become and how important it is to this community. So when we ask, um, it's just, it's always yes, you know, and, Goodness the amount of bands. I wish we could do this for a whole week so we could get everybody on there, but there's so many bands that we weren't able to book this year that, you know, would have loved to have played. Yeah. So
3: Yeah, and that's the thing is everybody, I mean, we, unless there's like they already have a gig someplace, everybody always says yes. Everybody. And people, you know, people are asking us through the year, hey, you know, I'd like to play Wayne Stock. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we get together and we try to decide what the lineup is gonna be and we try to stack it so that we get a little bit of everything and it gets a little louder through the night. Mm. And, and you know, it's 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 difficult when there's so many people that we want to invite that we can't invite every year. Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Yeah, we messed up, Lucy. I'm gonna be drinking blood at six o'clock on Saturday first thing. Goodness gracious.
0: You gotta pace yourself. I will, I will.
2: You. Oh, uh, droppers.
0: Have you guys written a book together yet? No. no
2: not yet no. I mean
0: I feel like we Between the three of you guys I feel like we have uh We have A, a Jack Neely Of the music scene Plus some You know what I mean
2: Something Well I yeah I could do I could I'm not I'm not nearly as good As these guys I could like Take a picture of them And put it in the Inside cover or something You're a good writer Don't be falsely modest Jerk Well, well
0: <laughs> There's not a There's not a, a There's not a group that's, that's played a show In Knoxville Or released an album That I feel like You guys don't know who they are at least you know kept kept they're on
1: your radar right over I the think, last 25 years well, 30 years i think you might be surprised man because we're constantly all three of us discovering uh, and, and you know case in point you, you know there were uh, a couple times at Wayne stock like you know we booked somebody and all three of us are looking around like like where the hell did these cats come from? <laughs> exactly. Really? Yeah. Like, well, like, the, and they were new at the time, but you know, King Super in the Excellence, yeah. Yeah. classic example. I mean, we booked them. Um, they they hadn't done a whole lot. They had, uh, we booked them for year two, yeah. and they got up there, and I think they blew all three of our minds oh, because yeah. they were just so much fun. And mm. you know, Dave Kane as a front man is just unbelievable. And just perfect. Every single Scuba Steve, you know, all of them up there were just they were, they were a blast, and we were just like. Why are we just out here about this? <laughs>
3: what? But every year there's somebody like that. It's exactly. Like, like the first year, uh, my buddy, our buddy, Zach Fallon, who mm-hmm. performed as Katie and the Bass Drums played, a, opened, I think Friday night, mm-hmm. Friday or Saturday night, he opened it. And I was looking around because if you're not prepared for what Zach does, it's just, I mean, it totally comes out of left field. At the time, the Katie and the Bass Drums Act was a thing where <laughs> he was only going to do it till he lost his virginity, right? And every and all song was about was yeah, and there was and trying yeah. to lose his virginity, <laughs> legit. I was, legit. I was I was looking at my, my, my one of my late wife's sisters who's a, who's a teacher, and about the second song her hand her face just went into her hands and she just like they she just kind of open them every once in a while and just kind of shudder. it was just hilarious did
0: she say if i sleep with this guy maybe he'll stop <laughs> no.
3: it's like he was i think she saw him as like one of her most gifted students who who went to the dark side you know? <laughs> well it didn't help too that you know i think he
1: uh, if I remember right, he he took off his sweatshirt or something. And he was wearing a t-shirt that was about three sizes too small. Uh-huh. Yeah, so <laughs> with a lot of bling. <laughs> yeah, a lot of bling. And you know, Zach's a big guy, so he's up uh, there, and people were walking in like that. Hell is And he then he is. sang he
3: sang songs like Show Me on the Doll Where You Want Me to Touch You <laughs>
1: <laughs> And uh,
3: a song about Cunniling is called Now That I'm Here, What Do I Do? All I remember is something about a Little Man in a Canoe. And it was hilarious. And people were just, you know, you could see about the third song. People are on their cell phones like, you gotta get down here. Right. <laughs> you gotta get down here right now. And then people filming him, and it was like it was hilarious. Well he
0: he was he was, you know, part of Lil' Iffy, right? Right. Mm-hmm, that outfit. right. So yeah, he's Man no baby. Sh- yeah, what's uh,
1: his 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 stage name was Playboy Man baby. Yes,
0: and it's, it's like <laughs> if there was ever any virtuo- uh, you know virtuosity to uh, comedy, like uh, you okay. know that that was it. Lil if he was. It. Oh my goodness. And
3: he and Will Wright are going to be emceeing on Thursday. Right, they're going to be what MC. Oh, they're emceeing oh, on, on yes, Thursday. They're emceeing. Yeah, they're, <laughs>
1: they're they're you yeah, because we try to do that as well. You know, we we really try to curate an experience where. Every role has some relevance mm-hmm. to the scene, you know. Mm. We've Benny Smith has curated for us in the past, and you know, Katie with WDVX is, is absolutely is, is MC. Katie Coffin, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, we we try to do, we try to do that as well because it's you know. And then, you know, got to give a shout-out to both Jason Knight and Amanda Starnes. Uh, They're going to be helping us out um, with some stage management stuff. Uh, Jay and Jack with Raven are taking care of raffle stuff, along with uh, Matt and uh, Jennifer Duncan Rankin. Yes, yeah, so they'll
2: be be set up in the... um but by it's like at the end of the table, kind of mm. close to the bar that we set up, they'll be handling all the raffle stuff, cool. like the transactions, if you will.
1: So, who's who you guys have put together? And who, it what, like? They're going to be signing people up for something too, aren't they, Russell? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. So, uh, along with Compass, Blanket, started this thing called the Knoxville Mix. It's oh, yeah. basically a weekly email, it's eight day calendar. Mm-hmm. So, instead of it just being a list of things, it's actually blurbs about it with links to videos and, and Spotify playlists and stuff like that. So, We've had we started it first week of January, yep. and uh, I think we were expecting like maybe a couple hundred people to sign up. I think we had eleven hundred people sign up before we put out the first one. Wow! So it, there was it was like whoa, okay, yeah, there definitely is a need for this, and um, so we'll be signing people up uh, for that. Uh, Matt Rankin, the editor, blank, he'll be there signing people up for that, kind of right there over there with the raffle. It's completely free, and um, yeah, just kind of it's not a list of everything that's going on. But we choose to highlight uh, several things uh, each week, and so and then at the bottom there is a place to click on a more comprehensive calendar at blank at the blank website. Mm, Nice. So we got you covered, you know, got you covered, and so but that'll be great. And then so all the players, all the people, like like there's intent behind everything uh, at Wayne Stock. So all the people are very tell about the food truck very important. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So we're going to have Captain Muchacho there as well. Nice. So this year, uh, um. He'll be set up kind of outside. Out front? Uh, yeah, out back. He'll, yeah, he'll go Out do, back. He'll back out, during, he'll out by close the, the parking the park lot down. down. Yeah. Heck yeah. I've, I've got it figured out to where, uh, a place where we can put in where um, it's not going to affect anything else because there's so many moving parts and there's so many bands each night. So mm-hmm. we got to get, you know, bands loaded in that back door. Yeah. So we got that figured out. And then Chris Ford uh, from Sweet Peas, he's going to be uh, donating and feeding the artists and staff, the fam. Yeah.
0: So he's playing. He he played it. Uh,
2: he, play, he at well,
0: blank with with the or at uh, at second bell. With about, the group didn't he?
2: Yeah. He let's see. He played a couple years ago. Tennessee Power and Light, which yeah. is a great. Oh, band. that was, two, yeah, was yeah. two years ago. Yeah, great, great, great. Yeah, band. but
1: he's he's a Grand Torino guy, right? That's correct. He's, yeah, he's been on the Wayne Sock stage too for yeah. the finale.
2: Oh my Ooh. gosh! Let's talk about some of these finales oh that Tim gosh. and Susan have put together. Yeah. Can we do that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the please yeah absolutely man at the first it? the first year we did the uh <laughs> we did just the traditional okay last band and i don't even remember who the last was it
3: psychotic behavior it psychotic
1: behavior yeah. was the last band the, on the first the last band, band was yeah. uh was drew's old band psychotic behavior um and they ended the night and it was just it was a beautiful moment because so many of andrew's friends were there yeah. um his old bandmates um played a set it was it was all instrumental but they had a microphone in the middle uh where drew would have stood and sang Mm. and it was just so cathartic and so beautiful and then for year two you know we weren't sure we were even going to do it again but then phil pollard died yeah and we lost phil and so we scrambled it at the last minute we put together a uh um a, a, a wayne stock to benefit phil's family And the very last set of that weekend was Band of Humans, uh, Phil's old band. And rather than do, you know, a traditional, you know, we're just going to run through our songs, they invited up so many guests to get on stage. Jack Renfro was up there, you know, with a bullhorn screaming out the Gettysburg address. Yeah, so uh, cool. Dave came Keen super was up there with, you know, doing land of the living. And I mean, all of these great songs with, you know, all of these guests at one point I looked up on stage and there were probably probably close to 20, 25 yeah. people with, you know, band of humans and the lone tones, and Jack and, yeah. and, uh, you know, black Atticus was up there. You know, it was just, it was mind blowing because you were like, this is what we can do. Yeah, this, this is thing. it. And, and it was so Matt, Matt Morlock like live from, yes. uh, from <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, we even brought in on Matt live from Hawaii. It, it was right? hilarious. And yeah. so it was. And what what was so great about that is he was he was trying to Skype in, and the internet wasn't great. And he, he did like two or <laughs> three songs, crazy. and then it froze with his... He, you know, him in some you know grimace over everybody, and it just froze for the rest of the set. It was fantastic. Uh, so, but we realized then that that's what this oh finale God. can be. Mm-hmm. I, and I think the next, I think we did one more traditional, uh, I think it was Todd Steed and uh, the Sons of Fear did the Knoxville Tales yeah. uh, mm-hmm. reunion. But then mm-hmm. after that, Tim and Susan just started organizing an all star jam f- to, uh, you know, one year was a tribute to Tom Petty, um, mm-hmm. who had just died. Uh, another year was a tribute to uh, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. You know, so many different artists that they, you know, just put something together and did. And, you know, it's just been amazing. Is All the finale always
0: an in-memoriam type situation or it's Usually. kind of found its way there? Yeah, it's found its way
1: it's there. Found,
2: that's yeah. a good way to say it. Yeah, yeah, for
3: a couple of years, it was just a stack of different people who had died that year. Mm-hmm. And yeah. those were always, you know, I mean, it's always a surprise. That's the thing is, you don't know who's going to get up, you don't know what songs you're going to do. I mean, we we don't even know. Tim right. and Susan kept us such a secret; I didn't know. Right? We didn't. Yeah, they never yeah. told us.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like I've heard Tim and Susan's name spoken enough in this room, uh, all the way from I think the first podcast I had with Matt Honkinen, uh, all the way through today. Sure. You know, right. three and a half years later, it's like these people have also had an out. Uh, obviously had an outsized impact oh, sure. on the music scene here. There would be no Wayne stock.
1: There would be a lot. The music scene would look a lot different without yeah. Tim and Susan. So who
0: are they? where did they come from? what do they do?
1: Tim and Susan Lee uh, moved here um, back around 2000, 2001, something like that, yeah. I think.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I think about two thousand.
1: Tim was in a a band, college rock, jangle pop, whatever you want to call it, uh, back in the 80s called the Windbreakers. And they kind of came up in that scene with R.E.M. and Let's Active and the D.B.s and Rain Parade and all of those bands. And they were the original D.I.Y., you know, college rockers. I mean, they did everything themselves. They were really good. Um, Didn't get the exposure that R.E.M. did, but they... You know on the college rock radar, they were they they, they were pretty talented. So yeah. and then they moved here uh I guess around two thousand two thousand and
3: one, right? And and they uh, Tim hadn't made music in ages. Susan yeah. wasn't making music then. But uh then they started the Tim Lee band here. He did yeah. a
1: couple he did a couple of uh, solo records i know he yeah. put out under the house and dreaming yeah and then he did uh i think no discretion under his name and right. then they decided to put together a, a a power trio called the tim Lee three right. mm. and then from there they uh th- after several records several drummers they um slimmed down to a duo with just the two of them. Susan on drums. Susan played bass in the Tim Lee 3 and then soon, ah. it was Susan on drums and uh, Tim on uh, um, the bass 6 and it was just, it's a it's a down and dirty blues it's, rocking yeah. project called Bark. And the mm.
3: weird thing is is they keep getting better. Oh you know, I mean that, How is that, you know? I know, it's like most people there's a peak and you say, oh, okay, you're, you're going to get to this and this is what you're going to compete with. Every album they do sounds better than the last one and they get grittier and
1: you know,
0: but they they recently moved away, right? Like in right. the last couple of years, yeah. last
1: year or so. Last year they moved to Water Valley, Mississippi. Um, Before their families from do
0: you know just to be closer to family. Yeah, families okay. there.
2: Um, yeah, it's just, and that's where they're from. Yeah, that's they're where they okay. they you know they got. Do you know what
0: landed them? Day. What landed them here?
2: Huh? Yeah, they were. Of course, Wayne knows.
3: They were working uh, editing a, uh, a a dirt track magazine. Mm-hmm. And Susan does Living Blues, too. She lays out the the magazine. She's a graphic designer. Yes. Ah, excellent. And Tim was writing for this, this Dirt Track magazine. And, you know, I'm not sure. They weren't making music, and they just settled, you know, this is a pretty good place to be. It's kind of centrally located, close to
0: Atomic Speedway. Yeah, go down and get all the get all the stories. <laughs> yeah, I don't
3: and I don't think that I don't think they knew anybody here. Nope. I just oh, think really. they just decided to come down
0: and then became you know some of the most important Integral. people in the Knoxville music scene. You know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, next to the people that are sitting in this room right well, that,
2: now. That's really I had no idea that that's how they landed here. Yeah. It just it's it's fascinating that they were able to completely, uh, you know, they almost like took over they've done so much cool stuff you know what i mean it's almost like they're the one they're the the most similar they like they're the ones in charge of the movement and the ebb and the flow of so many artists of all kinds here in town so that really speaks to their importance
3: well, that's the thing is they donated their time to all sorts of different projects. If mm. there was a good project coming up, you know, they would get involved with it. They knew how to organize. If somebody needed something, they would
1: step in. When yeah. Ricky Hall was dying of cancer, I mean, they organized that Warren Zevon tribute yeah. at uh, mm. Scruffy City Hall, which was amazing. I mean, just you, you peel back enough layers for uh, musical charity events, and you're probably going to find Tim and Susan either involved in helping organize and plan it or playing in it.
3: Yeah, wow. Susan was doing album covers for people. Yeah. I and mean, Sinru's album, she did that album cover, which is great.
2: I've learned, I'm just realizing, I've learned so much about how to be a good person from them, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I don't know anything, a better compliment. Did did they
0: uh, do any recording? Did they have a studio or anything like that? No. Did, they No. They recorded
1: a lot with John and Mary of Top Hat, oh, which yeah. is actually right. one of our partners. They they provide the back, John and Mary of Top Hat, um, right up you're yeah God. it's just nice. right down the road yeah. that's
0: what everybody says yeah. when they come like you live near John and Mary yeah. get,
1: get up there Ben yeah get up
0: there get up there uh, and yeah. talk, they're to, they're him. The there. talk to
3: him providing the back I think in. there's a gate now they might shoot you <laughs> <if you're laughs> <coming>. I'm just <laughs> they, saying they pretty hey. well told Rusty you
1: know, <laughs> a gate gonna man gonna shoot first <laughs> he's
2: gonna shoot first and ask questions later <laughs> <laughs> you see Sideshow Bob coming up the driveway <laughs> <laughs> just open fire I prefer weird I prefer weird Uh but no yeah they're great they're great John and Mary but they yeah they've recorded with John and Mary. In, in fact, I don't think John and Mary would be here if it no, would not for Tim No, they would For Jason, sure. You know? Really? Yeah. yeah. How did that
3: happen? They had a studio in Austin. Mm-hmm. And they were good, Austin,
1: for, good friends with Tim and Susan.
2: Yeah, and, and
3: Tim and Susan used to go down there and record all the time. And then Austin got so expensive they were looking for someplace else to go. And then Tim and Susan are here in Knoxville. They visited Tim and Susan a bunch and it was like they could get three times what they could get in Austin in Knoxville. Yeah. So they built this beautiful home studio and I mean, it is it is deluxe. It is great. Top Hat is an amazing studio.
0: I've I've heard that there's just that the infrastructure, the house was built around the
2: studio. Yeah. That's what I've
0: heard.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: absolutely the case. It's absolutely the case. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah and sure. Mary wired the whole thing. Really? I mean, she's she's the wiring whiz. Yeah, they're both just again just amazing people that you know would not be a part of the scene without yeah. Tim and Susan's influence. And yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of yeah. Uh, they moved so fluidly between so many different uh, crowds of musicians, yeah. you know, the pilot light scene, you know, the the the, the Americana scene, right. the jazz scene. I mean, Tim would get up there, and, you know, just drop in whenever there was uh, some of those free jazz nights at the pilot light and just start playing. I mean, you know, people would ask, you know, Tim to be a part of this or Susan to be a part of that. So yeah, it's, they they knew everybody and therefore they were sort of, a go-to set of utility players. Mm.
2: Yeah.
0: So so you guys are the uh are, are are three journalists uh who get to vote the Knoxville Music Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh uh vote people in. Uh so uh Tim and Susan Lee first ballot mm-hmm. Hall right. of Famers, yeah. right? Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Who who else in oh, in your head are some people that uh that have been that you know that integral, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. Yeah, but how can I we do of, this without
2: getting in trouble? You
0: know? no. I mean, <clears throat> I, I just think of the Ashley caps of the world. I sure. think of people who are, are are pretty obviously just. And I've honestly, like, I put you guys in that situation, that in that group too, because I feel like no, people wouldn't know about these folks if it wasn't for you guys and and writing about them, finding them at the Pilot Light, and, well, and writing stories, propping them up, and all
3: that. Well, one for sure is Benny Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Benny, Benny Smith's been a big yeah. part of of, of Wayne Stock, but. You know, he is the guy that has pumped WTK for years, and mm-hmm. they've supported so many local artists. I mean, it's just, you know, Super Drag, who absolutely love Benny. I mean, yeah. I, the whole reason they got back together for the Second Bell yeah. Festival, yeah. right? Look yeah,
2: that one. was the, they wanted to, they, I mean, they donated their entire pay to WTK. Really? Every yeah. penny. And they just, they're, they're that grateful for what Benny and WTK did for them, you know, when they were coming up. So I mean, it's yeah. and he's the nicest guy. He's great.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, no he's ego great. about it or anything. But
3: but, you, but there were people who came from like New York. The guy came from Spin magazine in New York because Superdrag was right. reuniting for this show. Right. Wow! And that's how important it was. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of Hall of Fame stuff, didn't.
2: Don't we have some news here or something? Well, I
3: believe that Steve Wilesmith is being inducted into the East Tennessee Riders Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> i I've got the notification. I don't know if they've
1: made it public yet, but you know what? Who gives a shit? It's public now. So, Congratulations. Well, thanks, man. Thanks. I'm, I'm, I'll be joining Wayne, so I, I'm not... I think that old Groucho Marx thing about you know, don't know if I want to be a part of any club that would have me as a member, right? <laughs> right. Uh, especially if they have. Especially Wayne as if I'm already too. in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but still, no, it's a it's a big honor, and uh, I'm very grateful for it.
3: So. I, I just want to tell you this, Steve. I mean, you know, I got inducted right after I got laid off. So I mean, you know, it, you know, there may be something going on. I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> ah, better update the old Indeed resume. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: amazing, and and and. And well-deserved, too. Well, thank you, sir. Oh, absolutely. Definitely.
2: Yeah, can you believe that uh, that Wayne Bledsoe and Steve Wildsmith uh, write in this area? Like, you know, having one of them would be enough, but I mean, goodness gracious, to have both of these, um, you know, they are, you know, to be, you know, just hitting their... 80s, you know, and and to still be (laughs) to still be this good you know, it's it's pretty amazing that we've got them both in this area. That's what the police
3: said (laughs) I just wish they liked each other (laughs) <laughs> oh man I feel
2: honored every time I get uh, just oh, in the same room with these guys man I love it
0: I love like it. I told you I wasn't sure that I wasn't sure there really were two of them
3: oh yeah I've oh, never yeah. seen them together yeah. before yeah. Yeah. the funny thing is like all the people who think who really did think we hated yeah, each other the, including, including his, for, his wife like, yeah <laughs> but
1: for the longest time uh, if, if a lot of people were convinced we couldn't stand one another of course we stoked <laughs> that because you oh, know our, uh, our 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 back and forth online and you know on the pilot light stage oh, yeah. uh, certainly uh
0: Maybe. I have both of those verses recorded, yours and yours. <laughs> <separately>. <laughs> you both remember them, which I don't know what that means.
3: Uh, it was yeah. Years ago, uh, it's
0: the best writing. I,
3: you know, to me, it's the best writing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm just waiting on the it rematch, really man. I'm driving here on the way, thinking I, I got to come up with a good bar, man. Just a drop on Wayne. <laughs> yeah, people are starting something to forget about who... Wayne Stock and Cock and, <laughs> and uh, something along those lines. Uh,
3: <laughs> but the thing is, it's like when we did that; it was just like it was just an extension of our normal conversation.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Sure. (laughs) I I still will never forget Jason Boardman, the owner of the pilot, just sitting there at the bar at the end of the night with his head in his hands like... That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I w- w- what the hell just happened? Because I think when Will Wright took him the idea, he was like, "Okay, all right, we'll see." Yeah, yeah. F- pilot light fundraiser. Thank you, appreciate it. But I mean, the place was packed. I out mean, the door, wall to wall. <laughs> I had out to come the in door. the back door yeah. to get in. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> and we weren't expecting it. I mean, no. I, I guess they just wanted to see a verbal beating. <laughs> Man. Uh, the pilot light. I am so glad that I mean
0: we seemingly held on to it through COVID and all that. Mm-hmm. Didn't, yeah. were, did we have any venue casualties or anything like that? that been, I don't think for, I don't remember how, any. How could you not? I know. I mean, how could you not have those kinds of casualties? I mean, restaurants closed everywhere. Live Nation lays off ninety five percent of their yeah. staff. Like it's wild that um, the support was was still there when everything came back. That.
3: I, I think the expectations of, like, the big companies, like the Live Nations and everything like that, is, is very different from what it is in Knoxville. Because people know they're, you know, if they can just stay afloat making music or presenting music, most people do it because they love it. Right. You know, it's not something where people think they're going to get rich.
1: Well, I know the one, the one place that I could think of we did lose was uh, the International and the Concourse. Yeah, but sure. Jay Harris was able to resurrect the concourse out on broadway and and he has uh, graciously donated some concert tickets yeah. to events coming up at the concourse for the Wainstock yeah. raffle. So really really glad that they were able to do that cuz Jay's a, Jay's a fantastic guy man I mean that's a great venue. I it's mean it's a better venue than the other one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really? a better venue. Yeah. yeah, and as far as the EDM scene this it is the central hub in Knoxville, you know. I'm fun. glad the EDM scene has a yes. has a Oh a yeah. Home. yeah, and he's been a he's been a tireless promoter of that scene going back back to uh you know the old boiler room days i believe oh, wow,
0: yeah. uh where is it where is the where's the new concourse on broadway it's it, the old kmart yes building. the old kmart building Oh on, on wow yeah, yeah. mhm that was like uh whiskey dicks or something like that last time i drove it by
2: it was. <laughs>
3: it was
0: it was, <laughs> it was. yeah which is there. like a wish.com dot cotton eye yeah. joe or something yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but honest to god i really is that where you want to go do you yeah. want to go to the name whiskey dicks? well we know you do so, <laughs> i mean it may happen but i don't want to go
0: there <laughs> I, I was uh, singing karaoke at zeke's one night Do you remember that place uh, on sixth avenue man, absolutely. It's, it's had to be five or six years ago it yeah. was before i moved here uh and I, uh, I I was talking to this dude. He was real twitchy, and he yeah. was he was real like he he couldn't. Uh, his eyes were going back and forth. Yeah, and he was, I remember that night. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's Steve. It's, it was Steve. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to say yeah. that. You beat me to it. And uh, he was asking us what we were doing after we got done singing karaoke. I was sure. like, I don't know, man. He was sure. like, Well, if you all want to hang out, come on down to Whiskey Dicks. I'll be up there. I was
2: like, <laughs> now I know I'm never going. <laughs> man, but yeah, there's. I mean, I. You're right we have uh we've been very lucky um yeah. to to and I think that there's a lot of support for the arts here in town too, so I think that everybody kind of came together uh through all that through the queue and then and...
0: Well, if the Tennessee Theater made it through the Great Depression,
2: you know,
1: you you got
0: to figure the pilot light can make it through a pandemic. Well, the thing that I tell
3: people when, you know, I tell them we talk about how different Knoxville is, that is different from most cities this size and even much larger cities, is people come out to hear original music. Mm -hmm. Most places, the only popular bands are cover bands. And here, people want to hear original music. And these venues that... Give people original music. I mean, people come back. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough after the pandemic. We're all, you know, hiding inside. But now everybody's ready to get out. And
1: all these artists have been creating stuff, ready to put it out there to the world. And when you look at the number of venues just in the downtown area that support live, local, original music, it's. I mean, we're blessed. I mean, yeah. you got what? Prez Pups, Scruffy City, Pilot Light, Boyd's,
2: Barley's. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, so many others. Yeah, there's uh, Merchants of Beer has, yeah. it has music through the summer now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's I, so many.
3: And I saw, it, I mean, Remedy Coffee is like not regularly a, a music venue, but Red had a show there last night
2: yep. that I mm-hmm. went to. Yeah, there's a new place, Lowercase Books. Um, we just had it on the Knox Mix the other day. We're just trying to find all these new venues. and fi- Sure enough, there are a lot of places that are featuring um, – all kinds of different music, you know? It, do we know what's going
0: on with the square room? Didn't that get uh, – didn't the Clineris family like sell that to the uh,
2: – I'm pretty people, sure it's under new ownership. Yeah,
0: the uh, borough people. Okay. Um, okay. So I wonder if that – if the square room is going to
1: – I feel like it That's was always
0: under – Utilized as far oh, as a true. live yeah,
2: music. I saw thing. some
1: great shows. There. Oh, I saw the Hold Steady there. Did yeah. you? Oh my gosh, it was yeah. a great show.
2: Yeah, it's also, uh, yeah, and there were some great bigger shows Y'all, there. Mm-hmm. It was a bigger venue. Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't thought about that. Let me see if I can dig that up.
0: Yeah, I'd like to I'd, I'd like to spend some more time in that room. I've been there for all kinds of good shows, but, you know, I've been in Press Pub sure. more. Sure. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's a great the The perfect size room.
2: I agree. Yeah, that was that's a a, yeah that's a good uh, that's a good thought. I'll have to get on that. Um, And I'm trying to think. Open Cord out west. You know, yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: Um, open chord still some good stuff.
2: um, And then obviously the shed has all kinds of good stuff in Maryville.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. People don't realize just it's not that far down the road, but they get some (coughs) great
2: shows, man.
0: Yeah.
1: Is there one at Lovell Road too?
2: Yeah, there is a there is a Smoky Mountain. Or a, there is a Harley Davidson out there.
1: But, and then they have, it looks like uh, they have a music venue behind They it. had a big amphitheater, and then I think the first year they built it, they were having regular concerts, a lot of, you know, a lot of classic rockers yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. I remember Tom Kiefer with uh, Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was doing his solo <laughs> stuff there, but it, it, they, I haven't seen a lot of stuff coming out of there. Lately. I haven't either.
2: You know, we'll see. Um, and then obviously you've got, uh, you know the Tennessee and the Bijou uh, The Born and Raised guys are doing a lot of good stuff uh, mm-hmm. they, They'll they throw shows at Pretentious Yeah Through the summer Are
0: they doing Southern Skies or is that They else?
2: are they Okay are. So they that's their that's yep. their festival Yeah and that was just released That lineup was just released yeah. so obviously. St. Paul
1: and the Broken Bones yeah. Grace mm-hmm. Potter yeah, it'd it'd yeah. Be good. Dirty governors, yeah. Black Joe Lewis And Black you Joe can Lewis. have a chance to win tickets By coming to Wayne Stock and buying a raffle ticket Yeah for $5 It's the
0: best $5 at a time you've ever spent Yeah It's
2: true man yeah, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else we haven't covered, Ben, but how are you?
0: I'm good, man. Got a new I'm, job. I'm, yeah, over at Lock and Key. Yeah. Love it. And the good part, to, the part that I'm most excited about is all the music festival stuff that I get to be a part of. Absolutely. You know, we've got, uh, I want to say we're looking at the better part of 20 music festivals we're going to be filming wow, at this wow. summer all across the country. That's awesome. From, I mean, here, go, you know, doing oh, Southern Skies. Absolutely. To, To Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza. I mean, like, they're, it's, it's It's all over the place. And it's like, that's what I like to do with my spare time.
2: (laughs) You know, why not? uh, Why not get paid for it? Why not get paid for
0: it? So it, it seems like a, you know, it seems like a good fit and I'm enjoying it. And it's a bunch of great people who have really worked hard to, to find this, this kind of work that they love to do too. You know, Andy and Eli that own, that own Lock and Key have, you know, I don't know how many concerts they shot for free over the years, so it would finally be a viable business model. And they're doing cool stuff, making uh, really great stuff.
2: Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So, congratulations on that, man. That's yeah. that's good. That's, Thanks for having us, brother. Yeah,
0: yeah. of course, man. I uh, I hope everybody has a great time out at the out at Waynestock. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll be sure this gets out so people can hear all about it.
2: Man, thank you so much. Uh, good to see you guys. Are you guys going to be able to make it home? Okay,
3: I think so. I mean. Uh... I'm gonna have to straighten. E T H R A bus is
1: coming in.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, cold we... and they're wolves after me. We called the bus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you guys Thank all soon. You. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care.